For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Bro Wrestling Show. Hey guys, and welcome to this week's episode of the Bro Wrestling Show, or I guess the second one this week, because this <laughs> is part two. Logan's here. Yep. And we are going to cover SummerSlam and all of our hopes and dreams and best case scenarios. Yeah. Or something like that. Something like that. So... We've got a very long show, as we were just discussing off-air. Uh, 13 matches, that was the... 13, all 13 matches, yeah. So, I guess we'll start off with the pre-show. Um, we've got Andrade, Cien Almas, and Zelina Vega versus Rusev and Lana. Do you kind of wish that Lana would just stop trying to be a wrestler? Um, stop being a wrestler. Stop being a wrestler. Yeah, get out of wrestling completely. No, were you suggesting a strict managerial role? Uh, yeah. Yes, that would be uh, beneficial, I think, for everybody. And are you surprised that they haven't been using Zelina Vega more in like the women's division or? I am. Um, Only because she was an actual wrestler before? Mm-hmm. I guess I always kind of thought that they were going to like really work to establish that act or that pairing. And then, you know, they'd like turn her loose, kind of like a... I'm trying to remember the last Lana. time. Well, that it, and it was good. <laughs> it was probably Lita... I remember there was like this, um, obviously there's a good amount of people that already know that she can wrestle and there's, uh, a good amount of people that saw her break out uh, like a hurricane run or some other move during right. their NXT run, but multiple times. Mm-hmm. I remember, um, back in ye old attitude era, there was, uh, when she was, when Lita was managing S.A. Rios, um, I think the first time that she actually got involved, there was like this, uh, oh wait, she can do stuff. <laughs> like, revelations. And I think that, um, the pairing with like the Hardys is what like, you know, gave her the notoriety. But I think that's what first like separated her from like, oh, she's not just like another one of these, uh, WWE women, she like does things. Right. Um, so I kind of thought that's what they were going to do with, with Vega is, um, they're just going to have her like sprinkle in some like offense, but now she's had like, this match is going to be like at least match number three for her. So, 
because that is is out the window. Um, do you think they are putting Rusev in a position to be the next big baby face on SmackDown? Because um, they're finally starting to, mm-hmm. you know, kind of face turn him and phasing out like the random like healiness that he. Yeah, I mean they they need some faces. Um, uh, right now they have AJ, they have Brian, and they have Hardy, and then I don't know who's babyface number four. Whereas on the, the heel side, yeah. On the heel side of things, you know, they have Joe and Miz and Nakamura and Randy Orton uh, and Almas. Um, I don't know. It, it, it seems like that is what they need more rather than another mid-card heel. So, uh, What are your predictions for the match? Um, English is going to, uh, this one I, I feel like is pretty easy to book, which means it's probably not going to go this way. <laughs> um, but I imagine English is going to cost Rusev Day the match just because they still need to build to a final blow off as far as that angle is concerned. And Almas and Vega are kind of at the point where they are, uh, somewhat fresh and should just be really stockpiling wins at this point. Do you think it's going to be an on-purpose thing to set up like a true feud, or do you think it's going to be an on-accident thing? That would be an interesting wrinkle to this, is if English kind of reads the the writing on the wall but gets ahead of it, so he kind of uh, accidentally, with finger quotes, starts costing them matches and opportunities until they catch on to him. That would also probably be one of the few ways that they could do the breakup and um, keep Rusev and Lana babyface. Right. Because otherwise I think there's going to be some weird dynamic of sympathy for Aiden English that is going to be hard to, uh, you know, dive like fully into faceness for, for Rusev. So. I actually, I like that idea. We'll see if they they go with it. Probably Either that, not. <laughs> or they'll just they'll just figure out a way to keep them all together, and they'll act like there was never any animosity. This feud is totally an afterthought. Mm-hmm. Um, up next, we have another wasted opportunity on the on the pre-show. Um, Cedric Alexander versus Drew Gulak, and Two Hundred Five Live just still isn't getting the recognition they deserve no but when i as soon as i saw this one i was like huh has there not been a uh cruiserweight championship match on a uh network special uh since wrestlemania uh there has not so yeah man the uh the cruiserweight division it's perhaps as good as it has ever been but is receiving um, the least showtime that it's ever had. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's I, I actually kind of forgot that it was a thing until they were running down the card, and they were like, 
cruiserweight championship. I was like, oh right, yeah, that that whole thing. Um, I don't know. It's man, there's a lot of people on the roster. Because if that mm-hmm. thing, if that thing ever dissolved the cruiserweight division, then those guys are. Man, they and then they're talking about going after more people. Well, yeah, but that's more just so that nobody else can use them, which I think is a problem. Right. Well, I agree. They're signing people without the intent of using them to their potential. I mean, some of the people will break through. I, mean, I, I would think theoretically, and here we go off on a tangent. <laughs> uh, theoretically, I think people like the Bucks and Omega would be fine, but. Your Jay Lethal's, um, I don't know, who else are even looking at? Um, Jay Lethal's not coming. To, he's so far like past his prime, and mm-hmm. it just it, it wouldn't make any sense at this point. I just don't know what else rating the. Uh, I saw some headline today about talent rate of. Ring of Honor in New Japan. I was like, well, who does Ring of Honor even have? They um, have, I mean, they have plenty. They have Kushida now. Uh-huh. I don't know. They're just... Honestly, the New Japan, the Japanese side of New Japan, um, I would worry about any of those guys because they had a guy like Nakamura who... Um, it was about as as charismatic as um, as that promotion had, and he hasn't even been a a clean transition, you know. Well, there was a language barrier, and there was they probably didn't spend as much time as they should have in NXT with him because it, it's all been a rush up like here recently. I mean, look at how long like Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens were in NXT before they. And those are guys who are, you know, Kevin Owens is adaptable to anything. Not so much Sami Zayn, but, mm-hmm. I mean. Owens wasn't down there that long. Owens was pretty much ready to be on the main roster on arrival, mm-hmm. though, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the guy learned English from wrestling, so. Yeah. It, it's pretty much in him. Mm-hmm. And then Tyler Breeze was there for a long time. I, I mean, what's a long time, I guess, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, TN, or not TNA, uh, the former TNA Impact now actually has a lot of talent, which is funny because I, I feel like they're really making a comeback and then all these floating rumors of uh, Jericho mm-hmm. working with them, which I can 100% see. But I don't know. Yeah, I'd be more worried about a, a an impact raid than a Ring of Honor raid, I guess, at this point. Although, I mean, they have like uh, Matt Tavern and those guys, and they have um, a guy like uh, Punishment Martinez that like Vince McMahon like seemingly would love. Mm-hmm. I guess I can't really think of anybody else. Beer City Bruisers probably not coming over. <laughs> Briscoe's probably not. No. Yeah, anyway, back to SummerSlam. <laughs> yeah, the cruiserweights. Um, this would be 
pure speculation on my end as to who would win this cruiserweight match. I feel like I don't know because I don't know what the storyline has been. No, I don't, I don't even know. Are people either. still all about Gulak? I don't know. Gulak certainly deserves it, but I don't think you can take it off of Cedric Alexander. Yeah. I mean, it I took know. him so long to get there, and you mm-hmm. know, he's the fan favorite. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't really know the storyline either. I hadn't kept up with it. I wouldn't mind starting to see a little bit of cruiserweight carryover onto the main roster. I think they're like they're too isolated now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they went to like I mean 205 Live does not show up whatsoever on Raw anymore. Especially right now with how weak the Raw tag division is, like let's get some cruiserweight teams in the division and like really liven up the place or um I don't know, there's there's a, a trope that I like that I get we haven't really seen since when well, I guess Enzo and Cass was kind of this this role, but before them it had kind of been few and far between. That's the uh the big man, small man team. Right. So usually fun. We need Braun and Finn. Just, yeah. Just yeah. Commit to it. Mm-hmm. You know damn well they're never gonna give Braun like a, a title well, we'll give him title shots, but he's not mm-hmm. ever gonna carry the title for very long, I don't think. Yeah. He's gonna be like an undertaker. Mm-hmm. And what better than to have a comedy tag team and just completely blow any relevance that he could possibly have in the future? Yeah, do that. Um, although I don't know how Cedric Alexander or Drew Gulak go into that. Well, I think said, um, was it him? Am I being racist right now? Probably. Didn't didn't <laughs> didn't he have some affiliation with like Titus and Apollo or somebody? Tazawa did. Tazawa did. Yeah, maybe it was Tazawa I was thinking of. Um, and like Tazawa and Cruz would have been a fun tag team with Titus as like a pure manager. I don't know. That's. I just, I, I, I'd like to see the cruiserweights more, but I do agree that the like random sprinkling of pure cruiserweight matches and like the purple robes and the purple lights and like the new ring and all that stuff was, they were, it was making them feel out of place Mm. on Raw. You know, that's why they moved them off, but now I feel like they're so isolated that maybe the move should have been the whole time to like use them within Raw. Instead of trying to like cultivate this different thing, I don't know. Well, why are they so committed to purple? That's what I don't get. Like, would just make the freaking belt yeah. look normal. You know, they love their branding. <laughs> it's um, pretty similar to what you know the Nazis used to do, but that's cool. <laughs> anyway, uh, moving on. Speaking of, you know, we were just speaking of tag teams. Um, mm-hmm. We've got. I think this is the last one for the pre-show. Yeah. Uh, the B team versus the revival for the Raw tag titles. Mm-hmm. Do they finally pull the trigger on the revival? 
I don't know. I almost wish that this match wasn't happening. <laughs> I I think they they could they could pull, pull the the trigger on the revival, but I don't know. They didn't really have much of a redemption story other than they stopped losing so much. <laughs> They'd be Roman Reigns. Yeah. Well, then that was like a month ago because that was during the the Big Dog versus the Big Bob feud. <laughs> so that would have been the time to pull the trigger. I, I, that's out of people's minds at this point. Yeah, well. I say if it's going to be on a team of chumps, just keep it on the B team until... I don't know. This is a feud that's going to WrestleMania. 100%. Yeah. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's going to be the next Usos New Day. Yeah. All the way to WrestleMania um, access. It's going to be the match that takes place like out in the parking lot with the the pop up uh, like memorabilia museum and whatever. And the Virgil signings. God. Virgil like walks around asking people if they want his autograph. <laughs> uh, okay, how about Finn Balor versus Baron Corbin? Um, is this what we're thinking will, uh, open the card? Hey, sure, let's talk about what you, what you hope happens. Yeah, it is, yeah. Okay. Let's talk about what uh... you hope happens, what you think is probably actually going to happen, and I, you talk about it as much or as little as you feel necessary. <laughs> this is a pretty stale feud. Yeah. That's how I feel. Which is why I was like, um, I'm sure this is probably just like bottom level of significance of like the match order. I feel like as sale as this is, it wouldn't be what they'd choose to open the show up with. So I'm, I'm looking like up and down the card thinking, what would they <laughs> open it with? I feel like they may open with the SmackDown titles. But anyway, that's irrelevant. We're talking about Finn Balor and Baron Corbin. Um, yeah. Stale is the right word. Um, I don't know. There's been some some speculation that um, this will be a, a a demon situation. However, I'm severely doubting that because they you know they love to build that up. Um, so I don't know. Maybe Corbin wins here and sets up. Uh, a, a demon appearance for uh, the next pay-per-view. Um, but I don't know. This can't um, just be the end. It would be great if it'd be the end, but what's next for both guys? Well, I feel like they wouldn't, like, save the demon for what's the next pay-per-view even. Yeah, I don't know. I know October is hell in a cell. I don't remember what's in between. They're not gonna skip SummerSlam with the demon, and then like, maybe they would. Maybe they're, he's gonna be at Halloween Havoc. <laughs> Ooh. They had the perfect opportunity to do a Halloween Havoc episode of SmackDown, and they didn't do it. Yeah. Oh well. Um. No, I mean, I guess it could be over because it's these two have kind of been. This is the, uh, let me look up and down the card. This, this is the, like, longest running feud on the, 
on like the main card, right? Kevin Owens, Braun Strowman, I guess could be. So, I don't know. Um, no, Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns is the longest running feud. I guess so, yeah, because Roman won't shut up about him. That's true. It's been going since WrestleMania. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Both guys could use a win, you know? It's like if this is Corbin's first feud with the new, like, persona, and it's not as though he needs wins, but it's also kind of like, I don't know, next time he wants to throw his weight around, is it going to affect him that he's, like, such a loser? Like, maybe that actually adds to to the character. Um, I, don't know. I feel like between the, the two, Finn needs wins now because he doesn't really have much of a crutch to lean on. Corbin will at least be fine because he's in like the authority figure role. I guess if all else fails, go with the baby face, right? Right. Alright. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a... You know, it's funny because it probably could go a little bit, like, further now because Corbin could, like, on a weekly basis try to make, like, Finn Balor's life hell, but they need to stop mm-hmm. having Angle come in and, like, save him. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I'm just so tired of, like, seeing them not have great matches <laughs> that it's mm-hmm. just kind of like, eh. Yeah, I was about to say, this is, like, going to be the okayest match of all time. <laughs> Maybe. Just how I'm <laughs> feeling about it. <laughs> It's not going to be bad. It's just not going to be good. It's going to be okay. And this is like maximum okay. It's going to be a good come down match. Yeah. All right. Well, we can move on to your uh, one of your favorites and Bludgeon Brothers versus yeah. the New Day for the SmackDown tag titles. Yeah. Um. So my logic is, uh, of course, that I want the Bludgeon Brothers to lose, but also um, I feel like the New Day would not be in this situation if they weren't going to win because they have been in this situation before. Um, and if it weren't, if Bludgeon Brothers were just going to be bludging another team, I feel like it would be a team that they haven't yet. So, like, Sanity or the bar. Um, so I don't know. I could be completely wrong, but I feel like they're going to start going for that, uh, uh, that title reign record with the New Day, um, which is fine because that means uh, something for New Day to do, which they haven't really had since that Usos feud kind of wrapped up. They've been around, but, you know, they haven't really been doing anything um so yeah and it'll get the belts off the bludgeon brothers and they can you know whatever happens to them will happen so that's all fine and everything but there's you know there's one like glaring issue um if you take the titles off the bludgeon brothers what 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 do the Bludgeon Brothers even do? Like this was obviously a Vince McMahon idea, which means it's never going away. 
but you can't just have them like squash people after that because that puts them like continues to put them at the top of the division, and then it's only them versus whoever the tag team mm-hmm. champions are. Whereas the New Day can pretty much do whatever they want to wherever they want to. Like they don't even have to wrestle as much as I enjoy watching them wrestle. They don't have to mm-hmm. because they're perfectly fine just as uh, like personalities. They could all have singles careers. They could just have, you know, Kofi and um, uh, Xavier Woods tag, and Big E could have a singles career. The two could manage Big E. You know, a lot of things could happen. They have options. The Bludgeon Brothers don't. Bludgeon Brothers lose those titles, they lose their identity, and then they're gone. Yeah, who cares? Well, I don't. But, (laughs) like I said... This is 100% a Vince McMahon idea, and you can, and it's written all over it. Mm-hmm. So they pulled the plug on stuff before. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They I haven't I, even I, changed the outfits yet. I feel like at least the outfits would have changed by now. I, I, I know. I, I take that as a, uh, a sign that they're not going to be sticking around. If they had changed their outfits, that would mean that they're planning on making appearances beyond SummerSlam. They're on the same same outfits, so that means that they, uh, I don't know. I guess we'll see. Yeah. Uh, Braun Strowman versus Kevin Owens for mm-hmm. the Money in the Bank briefcase. Is this the first time that the Money in the Bank briefcase has ever been up for grabs outside of the match, the Money in the Bank ladder match? Um, Ziggler and Cena had a match for Ziggler's briefcase back at TLC 2012. Ah. And then um, one week on Raw, Mr. Kennedy wrestled Edge. For his money in the bank, and he lost. That's right. I should have remembered that one at least. Well, that one was kind of. It's mostly attributed to uh, Edge just having won the briefcase in the first place. Right. <laughs> anytime they like, anytime they do a recap of all the money in the banks, they would just show Edge's cash in. I think he used it on The Undertaker. That was like some spring where like just everybody was getting hurt, uh, including the guy who, not only guys who had the belts, not only guys who were fighting for the belt, but even the guy who had the briefcase got hurt. That's why they took the briefcase off Kennedy to put it on edge so that he could go over to SmackDown and win their belt because their entire top of the card was injured. Right. Um... So, does, first of all, does mm-hmm. Kevin Owens find a way to outsmart Braun Strowman? Mm-hmm. And then, second part to the question, is Kevin Owens better suited to carry the case? Uh, yes. <laughs> I, I, so, my thoughts on this are that, that whole stipulation is is fishy to me. The whole, if he loses by any means, um, I don't know. I, I feel like that is put in place so that they can get the briefcase on Owens without actually having him beat Braun Strowman. Right. 
Or you they're know? just doing the WWE swerve thing where they do something so, like, right. completely. Mm-hmm. Now, I think the second part of your question, is Kevin Owens better suited to carry the briefcase? Yes. Um, but of the, that's only because Braun Strowman should have probably already cashed the thing in now. You know, he said he's going to use it on Brock the first opportunity he gets. They've been on... Uh, twice. Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't had that many opportunities. He's had a few, at least, and it hasn't even been, I don't know. Like, at, at least when, like, Ambrose, um, way back when he, uh, he vowed to ruin all of Seth's cash-in opportunities, um, he did foil pretty much all of them. And the one time he did get to cash in, Dean had gone through a ladder earlier in the night. Right. He had um, staples I, in his head. <laughs> I think legitimately injured himself. So it was a coincidental probably, but at least like the continuity followed there. Um, and that was like over the course of like months, they certainly could have gotten away with, uh, like reeling that in a little bit. I don't know. I, I feel like. <clears throat> if somebody is going to be holding on to that briefcase beyond this event, it should be Owens. Uh, if it's going to be used at the event, then Strowman should just keep it and cash in on uh, Brock or Roman at the end of the night. I agree. And yes, Dean Ambrose was legitimately injured. He mm-hmm. had his head stapled back together right after the power bomb through the... Mm-hmm. Uh, through the ladder. I remember that. He had it stapled back together at ringside, and he's like, no, man, I'm not going back in, and then they had to pull out the staples and re-staple them. <laughs> um, yes, how do you think he's going to do it? How would Owens win? How is Owens going to win? That's the... Uh... Uh, it could be something where they're like brawling on the outside and he just happens to beat him back before the 10 or he like eggs him on and gets Braun disqualified or something like that. He's certainly not going to beat him. But what do you think it's going to be? Something fluky. I wish Sami Zayn wasn't injured because this is the perfect opportunity for him to have Zayn come out and injure him. Oh, right, yeah. Zane could come out and attack Owens, and he would win via... Uh, well, and then you, you have know, that feud, too. No, he had double labrum surgery. He's not right. coming out. No, 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 no. no. Uh, Owens has been getting chummy with uh, Jinder Mahal lately. Mm. So all it would take is Mahal attacking Owens. Or the Sings. Um, yeah. Um, not, like, legitimately attacking him, but attacking him so that Braun gets DQ'd. So, do you think there's a possibility that right before the match, uh, Angle comes out and decides that it's a no-DQ match just to mess with uh, Kevin Owens? There's a possibility in that. I mean, Angle's going to factor in somewhere here. It may just be backstage segments, but I feel like he would come out at some point. And what do you think the chances of Kevin Owens accidentally getting himself disqualified are? That'd be a fun wrinkle to the match if they're if they tease you know 
how is Owens going to slip out of this? How is Strowman either going to get disqualified and counted out? And then it's Owens that winds up getting himself disqualified or something like that. There's there's a lot of different directions I could go. I really want to see Kevin Owens with the Money in the Bank briefcase, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that just needs to happen. They need to find a way. He He's the perfect person for it. Yeah. Um, alright, so let's go on to Shinsuke Nakamura versus Jeff Hardy for the U.S. title. Mm-hmm. And what do you think the chances that Randy Orton does not get involved are? Zero. I was just going to ask you, uh, much like your series of questions for uh, Strowman and Owens, I was going to ask you how long into the match you think it goes before Orton comes in and RKO's... Um, one, if not both, of the participants. I think it all depends on the current state of Jeff Hardy. Yeah. This could um, be one that they open with. It could be, if uh, it is actually going to be a match. Yeah. Um, yeah, because both of these guys would pop, get a nice pop. Uh, I could see him opening with those two. I feel like it's, it's, I don't know, it's weird. This has been such a weird angle because, like, the feud has been, for the most part, it's been Hardy and Orton. Right. Has been the feud. Like, that's who's cutting promos back and forth. That's who's, they had, like, the attacks and stuff like that. Nakamura's just kind of, like, there. But I feel like he wouldn't, he's not going to lose the belt. No, I I'm 100% certain that Orton gets involved, but I don't know. Maybe with the recent news, uh, they are going to finally withhold him from from TV. Although they didn't on Tuesday, so I don't know. He could have just been in the audience. You don't know what he was doing there. That's true. He didn't seem to be in a in a superstar role. No. Maybe a cameraman just saw him and was like, oh, oh shit, am I supposed to be recording this guy? <laughs> yeah, I think one way or another, Nakamura's going to leave with the belt still. Oh, whether 100%. It, whether the match gets thrown or Orton just straight up causes Jeff Hardy the title. Um, I do think that is the feud, is Orton and, and Hardy, which is, I don't know, I guess they felt like Hardy, Hardy did need his his rematch. Um, and maybe they just decided that, hey, that can be the feud. Hmm. And then, uh, I don't know, maybe uh, we get a revisit to one of the surprise quality matches of the year with Nakamura and uh, freshly established face Rusev before the next pay-per-view. Maybe. You know, they had that entertaining match just kind of out of nowhere at at Fastlane. Mm-hmm. You know, because it, it certainly seems like they're setting up something with Orton and Hardy. Yeah, and Orton just, I don't know, heel Orton with a title, heel Orton with a title might mm-hmm. be different, but face Orton with anything mm-hmm. wasn't super great. That could be the angle, too, is he goes out there and gets involved in the match and... Then, uh, so whatever this 
<clears throat> this mystery September pay-per-view is. It's not a mystery. I just don't feel like looking it up. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that's when they finally do the triple threat. Like they probably should have been doing here, but maybe they thought they had a no triple threats. Actually, where, what happened to all the triple threats? Remember when we were complaining that there were too many triple threats? There's only one more, one triple threat now. They listened. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I could see this is a, an intriguing one. I don't think they're going to take the belt off Nakamura, otherwise they wouldn't have put it on him in the first place. But I do see there is some sort of logic to the extent that if the feud is going to be Hardy and Orton... Um, and we want Orton around the belt, so then Hardy would win the belt back. But then you still have uh, Hardy and Nakamura kind of a unfinished business because he just beat him for the belt. So I kind of feel like it just becomes a triple threat. Some Something happens with Orton that keeps this thing going, and it's just a triple threat next month. So fun fact, mm-hmm. Hell in a Cell is September's pay-per-view. Oh, September 16th, and the Super Showdown in Melbourne, Australia, is October 6th. Hmm. And then, obviously, we have War Games 2. Mm-hmm. And Survivor Series in November. And then, to close it out, we have TLC in December. So there's nothing in between uh, Super Show and Survivor Series? There is not, which means there's going to be a huge long build to it. Yeah, that's Survivor Series is always Thanksgiving Sunday, yeah. so that is the beginning of October to the end of November. Yep. Yeesh. I don't know why they would give that much time to build to SummerSlam or not. Sorry, I'm sorry. To uh, Survivor Series, that just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because they got to do a, a fresh uh, invasion angle. They haven't done a an angle where the brand uh, infiltrates the other brand. Uh... All right, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Um, <laughs> up next, we've got what's probably going to be the match of the show. Uh, Dolph Ziggler with Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins with Dean Ambrose for the IC title. Mm-hmm. And my one problem with this so far is they kind of got it backwards. There should be a stipulation on this match at SummerSlam. There should not have been at the last one. Mm-hmm. Because the last one did not finish the feud. Right. Not that this is necessarily going to finish the feud, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a kind of a tough one to to predict because it's like I don't know uh, I mean maybe Seth just wins but I feel like Seth with Ambrose has to win unless Ambrose turns on Seth but I, I'd, I'd kind of feel like it's way too early in his return to turn heel because people are not going to buy it no he if he was gonna return or if he was gonna heel turn like this early he could have done it monday night so yeah but i i feel like you also can't have uh 
Dean Ambrose return. It's not like he's losing, but like this was like Seth's ace up the sleeve, and yeah, like I, I feel like he can't lose. So I don't know. Maybe he wins the belt back. Well, there's 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 a number of things that like can happen. As like there's obviously the DQ, which WWE's never shied away from. Mm-hmm. Um, you could have. I don't know. Um, Rollins win it, and then Ziggler and Drew McIntyre go off and feud. You could have Dolph and McIntyre Dolph win it, and then Rollins and Ambrose like just go off and start tagging together until they don't do that anymore. Maybe they're going to be the ones. Maybe that's why they've had like such a like lame tag division. I'd be all right with that. Um. I don't think Dolph and Drew McIntyre stay together for very long after this. Yeah. Which is unfortunate because I actually really like the two of them. Although McIntyre really just needs to start doing his own thing too. Mm -hmm. Right now he's kind of just like a cheerleader. Yeah. Which seems backwards considering he's with Dolph Ziggler. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I don't have any... I, I don't know which direction that they're going in. Or, you know, Dean Ambrose could just turn on him. Although I feel like that's a waste. Yeah, I do too. I also don't feel like it would get the response that they would want it to. No, they're going to just cheer for Ambrose no matter what mm-hmm. he does. Mm-hmm. He could murder, I don't know, puppies and babies and little baby chickens like, on stage and, like, eat them, and mm-hmm. nobody would care. As soon as he went for a dirty deeds on one of those babies or puppies. <laughs> Just Dean being Dean. The crowd would still go, dirty deeds. <laughs> uh, so what do you, what is best-case scenario for you? Um, I kind of want, I want this feud to continue. Yeah. Just, I think, going forward in, like, a tag environment and then post that feud i i kind of want a tiny run with rollins and ambrose with the tag belts and then uh do the the turn do you want see the problem with them like them going together in like a tag feud is fine um but i feel like you've got to take the belt off of ziggler if that's the case yeah and who do you give the belt to Mm-hmm. There isn't really like a I don't know. There isn't uh, really anybody that, poised to it without like right. kind of killing the momentum. The IC belt could just kinda of go on the shelf for a bit. Yeah, but then that's what they did with the universal title and Yeah, but the champion would be there. <laughs> Right. It's uh, just in a tag feud. What, when you're know, not they, having ice, it's, it's like when Alexa Bliss had the, the women's title and she just mm-hmm. like didn't defend it for like four months. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like that. I don't know. I wouldn't care. Some I, I, sort of outside person beat Dolph on like a Raw or something. Like well, that's he, what I was thinking, but how do you says, do that without anybody being poised to do mm-hmm. it? Like Rollins could cost him the match, but like who? Right. 
Who are you going to put it on that's going to be as good? You just have him. Well, uh, that's a different question, but <laughs> you have him. Him and McIntyre do something to get on the uh, the bad side of Kurt Angle, and he puts him in some match with somebody, and that whoever that somebody is wins the wins the belt. Or I know Ziggler is a, a heel, but Finn Balor. Uh, right? Yeah. That's, yeah. Then have him feud with Baron Corbin for another six months. I was actually thinking both of those guys could be an option. Like, oh, don't, put the, don't put the title on Corbin. You remember how bad it was when he had the U.S. title? <laughs> Corbin wants a belt. He's in a position of authority, so he books himself in a championship match. Uh, the only thing that is weird there is the heel-heel situation. But, that's why I you mean, put it on Balor first. There are ways to get the belts. And that's how you keep the feud going for six months. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. Yeah, I. Uh, this is, but you know, and that just adds another reason why this is going to be one of the better matches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I guess up next we've got Daniel Bryan versus The Miz. Eight yeah. years in the making. Mm-hmm. As they reminded us many times on Tuesday night. Yeah. Um, this is the match I am probably second. Well, no, yeah, second most excited about. Hmm. Maybe most excited about. I don't know. I really like yeah. Ziggler and Rollins. Mm-hmm. I also really like Daniel Bryan and The Miz. Yeah. But I also really like AJ Styles and Samoa Joe. Yeah, the top of this card is for as like full as it is. The top is 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 pretty good. Yeah. There's nothing that should be like a bad match on this card mm-hmm. outside of like the the free show. Yeah. So at least there's that. Yeah, so this one's tough to get a read on as well. Like the the worst one on here is Bludgeon Brothers and the New Day, and one of the New Day ever had a bad match. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Daniel Bryan versus the Miz, what do they where do they go with this? I know. I feel like for all that they've been through, it wouldn't just be a one show, one match thing. Right. Well, I think, so, it, I think it depends on like the whole Daniel Bryan contract situation. Yeah. Uh, assuming he sticks around, which I, I, I think he will. Word on the street is, but the word on the street has been, um, that they're not too far off. Yeah. Um, I took the whole, like, the fact that he's, like, the story mode in the new video game as, uh... Look, we're paying you. Right. Um, I I think, assuming he sticks around, and that the feud won't just be a a one-off, uh, I think, I think the Miz has to win. (laughs) Yeah. Because if Brian just, like, beats him... Then it's like, well, and that's that. Are you worried that we're going <laughs> to get... He said he was better than him and that he could beat him in a wrestling match, and he did. Well, then we could have, like, Daniel Bryan questioning himself, and they could tease the whole, oh, I'm leaving the WWE thing. Yeah, there's there's just, of all the interesting things to do, it all stems from having lost to The Miz. My biggest fear is that this is going to turn into somehow an intergender match. 
I do not want to see Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella wrestle The Miz and Maurice. Oh. Uh, I didn't think anybody was getting a sex change, no. <laughs> Maybe the the babies could get involved. Yeah. Be a six man. Well, six I, I feel person. like Birdie's got a little bit of an advantage on Monroe. Mm-hmm. I'm really upset that I know both of their kids' names. Yeah, but uh, the 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 Mizanin baby has youth, has the youthful energy. The Mizanin baby can't walk. Yeah, I think. Um, well, you know, it's or burp she, itself. She is uh, she is ground based right now in her her in her, in her style, but you know, um, I'm, I'm wondering if if Birdie isn't past her prime at this point. <laughs> For baby wrestling. For baby wrestling. <laughs> oh, this is 100% going to be a show on the network. Um, yep. Long time. <laughs> they haven't had enough goofy shit on there in a while. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. The, again, I, I think it's going to depend heavily on the actual situation with mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan and, mm-hmm. or, and the contract, but... I'm just imagining the heat that The Miz can generate. I think he's been getting a little too comfortable. Not him personally, but him, the character, has been getting a bit too, like... The the crowd is, like, semi-into him. Mm-hmm. And I think to, like, get him back on the right track, heel-wise, if he beats Brian and just, like, holds this over him and refuses to give him another match, um, just the the heat that he could generate off of that. Um, I don't know. That's something I kind of want to see. And then he can go on to feud with AJ for a little bit, and then they come back to mm-hmm. Brian again. Yep. That's what I want to happen. Let's go with that. Yeah. All right, next on my list, and this is just kind of what NBC gave me, um, we've got Carmella versus Charlotte versus Becky, and there's your three... three your there it is. Fatal three-way. Triple threat match. Triple threat, that's what it's called. <laughs> For the SmackDown Women's title. Yeah, I think this will be good. Um, I'm kind of wondering, going back and forth between, like, is this where Becky finally wins versus, uh, you know, just, like, did Charlotte get added so that she could win? I'm almost wondering if they didn't put Becky and Charlotte in this match just so Carmella could somehow come out and win. <laughs> like, they almost cancel each other out, and Carmella just, like, skates through again. Either way, there's going to be a second heel in this match afterwards. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's going to be Charlotte or if it's going to be Becky. Mm-hmm. One of them's turning. Or Charlotte's just going to win clean while she's using both of her legs for figure eights. Yep. Figure 16. Figure 16. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think it'll be a bad match. It, it's not something I'm like particularly interested in. Just, I don't know. There's there's something about Becky Lynch that I just don't want to like. I don't want to say C mm-hmm. because I, I don't want to make a Meltzer statement, <laughs> and I don't think she's like. Um, I don't think she's bad to like look at. I, don't, I really like, and Charlotte's kind of like grown on me where she's like, it's like it's fine, like like in a platonic way. I'm I'm I don't yeah. care what any of the three of them look like in any type of like sexual way, but mm-hmm. um, 
there's just something about Becky Lynch that I don't like, and I don't know what it is. I, I know a lot of it's her voice. Like, I freaking hate that. I think you just don't like Irish people. I don't. I really, I don't want to hear him talk. Well, but Seamus' voice doesn't bother me. That's true. And he's the most obnoxious one of the three. Hmm. Not because, like, he's bad at wrestling, but just because right. I don't care about him. He's been mm-hmm. around for too long. He's too old. I mean, with mm-hmm. the bar, it's a little bit different. But when he was, like, yeah. winning the WWE title at, like, age 58 or whatever, it was kind of... Mm-hmm. There's there's just something about Becky Lynch that I like I, I I don't like and I don't I can't quite place it. Wait, isn't Ronda Rousey Irish? She wears a little kilt thing. <laughs> I believe kilts are Scottish, Whatever. and then I I think that is a uh, homage to Roddy Piper, who may not have even been Scottish himself. But anyway, uh, yeah, I don't know whether Rousey is is, or isn't Irish. Don't the Irish wear, like, some kind of something, too? What Uh, what is Mike Myers? What was he in? How to? So I married an axe murderer. Was he Scottish in that? Or Uh, was he Irish? uh, I don't know. Makes a lot of generalizations right now. We just need oh, let's 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 keep talking about wrestling. Um, yeah. Okay, so yeah, um, Charlotte winning, Becky turning heel, and Carmella. But then Carmella's just doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, I don't know if that is that big of a deal, but I don't know. I I could really see realistic outcomes where. Any of the three of them win the match. Yeah. I do think no matter what happens, um, the like next step is Lynch versus Charlotte. So that does at least lead me to believe that it would be a... Uh... Actually, you know what? It doesn't even need to be a championship match because they have a whole pay-per-view that they need to fill. Right. And Lynch and Charlotte non-title... I think is one of the higher profile non-title matches on the card. So this is, this one's maybe the toughest match to, to predict just because like, not only could you see each person winning, but there's like a, like reason that each person could and should win too. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. Do you think the rubber match is in a Hell in a Cell match? Um, in the structure, not the pay-per-view. I think somebody's probably... I I feel like whatever... Uh, I feel like they'd put Rousey in the Hell in a Cell or something. Uh, like that. I don't know about that. That seems dangerous. <laughs> Well, they wouldn't I, I, have to use it. They just have the match in the Hell in a Cell. Yeah, I'm, I, I don't know. I'm not sold on Rousey yet, like being a safe worker. Mm. And I feel like something... Because you can't have a match inside Hell in a Cell without them going outside of the ring. Yeah. Or what's the point? 
oh, Ronda Rousey, she's doing a Hell in a Cell, but she didn't actually use the cell, so it was kind of... Eh. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't feel like Bliss is enough. Like Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax would make sense. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what they're going to do. I don't know. Uh, speaking of which, uh, Alexa Bliss versus Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. Is Rousey going to win the title as rumors speculate? I think so. You don't think that Alexa Bliss is going to hold on and then Jax is going to come back, they're going to get a hell in a cell and Alexa Bliss is going to continue to hold on because she's actually better suited for the title than the other two are? I mean, that could be their out. I just... I don't know. I was wondering how they were going to get out of the Nia Jax and Rousey match and it was having Bliss interject and cash in the briefcase. They don't... They don't have a briefcase here. I mean, they could still have Jax run out and get the match tossed, but I don't know. That I would prefer <clears throat> some of these matches just to have finishes. <laughs> Seems like so many of them. We've talked about some screwy finish they could do or some interference or run in, and it's like I, I, one of these. Some of these matches have to uh, just end. And I feel like. I don't know. I feel like if she's going to keep being around the title like she has been for most of her existence now in the WWE, Rousey's eventually going to have to win that thing. Like it, It's fine if she's going to be on TV but nowhere near the belt, but if she's going to be around the belt, like she's she's got to win. She has to win. Right. You know? Like, they could have kept her away from that thing for for years. Maybe not years, but for her first year with the company, they certainly could have. But they they are not doing that, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. Although, I, I don't know. Again, I'm, I'm not sold on, I'm just not sold on the whole, like, Rousey thing yet. I think, I will say one thing I'll say about it is whether or not... Um, she has it or, or not. Um, they are, um, more careful and like thoughtful about laying out her matches and like protecting her character than they are anybody else on the roster to the point where, uh, at least the, the matches that she's had have gone, uh, above and beyond. I, I wonder when we hit the point where, um, we are not surprised that Rousey has a good match. Not from the standpoint of, like, uh, oh, she's, like, really good, but to the point where expectations are just higher and she she doesn't. I feel like there's been a bit of, like, oh, that was better than expected. Well, there's that 100%, has, like, every single one of her like, matches. That has helped her matches. And at what point is it, like, do we expect better so that what is delivered is like, yeah, that's what we expected. Well, from like just an even standpoint, like she hasn't had like a great match yet. She's had like, oh, good for her matches. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think she's had anything like mind blowing other than the fact that like she was in MMA a couple mm-hmm. of years ago and now she's in wrestling and she hasn't accidentally killed anybody yet. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, like eventually, like that's gonna wear off, and when she's not like, oh, good for you know that was that was good for somebody who hasn't done this before, it's just gonna be like, okay, that was an okay match, but you've been doing this for how long now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Time to take the next step, and I, yeah. I just, and that's that's kind of where I'm already kind of looking at it. And I'm like, yeah, she just you know if she continues to grow, great, but you know, yeah. She's got to work on that personality as a fallback. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I, I hope they keep it on Bliss. It's a lot safer. We don't really know where Ronda's going yet. and Unless they're looking at breaking some kind of a record, which, you know, based on trends, could be happening. Mm-hmm. Ronda Rousey could be holding onto that belt for a really long time if she wins. Yeah. How, how long is Brock up to now? Um, it's like almost 600 days, right? Mm-hmm. So it's going to be over that. If trends stay the way that they yeah. are. Um, all right. AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe for the WWE title. Do we get TNA AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe, or is this going to be a letdown? Hmm. Um. Well, see, it's it's tough because you could argue that even uh, like letdown would still be a pretty good match, right? Just because expectations are so high. If it's like, well, did not, you already forget about Shinsuke Nakamura? Right. Um. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I I think it'll be a good match. And um, I kind of think that hmm, it's tough. I feel like Joe should win, mm-hmm. but uh, I think you can like see future AJ programs better than you can like Joe stuff. Right. Well, there aren't any faces other than AJ Styles on SmackDown, as as we discussed. Mm-hmm. So well, there's there's Brian, but right. But if Brian loses to yeah. the Miz, right, he's in no position. I'm thinking the next feud is AJ and uh, the Miz. Yeah, I think that's the most logical. Guy just, I don't know. When does? I don't think it's here, but like, when does Joe? need to win like at what point he might not i mean he hasn't yet Mm -hmm. he's not exactly like a young guy although i don't think he's any older than aj styles is no i don't think he's in as good a shape as aj styles is like from injury standpoints and whatnot Mm -hmm. but aj styles also doesn't work anymore right so I don't know. This is this is a tough one to call. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's not. It isn't. It isn't. My guts tell me AJ keeps it. It's more just like Joe's just kind of like come up short all the time. Yeah. Like his crowning achievement so far is like turning Brock uh, Lesnar purple. Yeah, he turned Lesnar purple. <laughs> he like lost the match, but you know. 
Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was, like, Brock Lesnar's last, like, decent match, too. Or, wait, did AJ happen after that? AJ happened after. Okay. Well. Alright, well, this should be a pretty decent match, then. Mm-hmm. If he can make Brock Lesnar look fun. Yeah. Yeah, this will uh, at least be a good match, but yeah, I think you're right. I think AJ stays and goes on to The Miz. At least I hope it's The Miz. Mm-hmm. Um... And up for what will probably be the main event of everything for the rest of the year. Or when Brock Lesnar shows up anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns for the Universal title. Yep. <clears throat> Is this the end of this feud? It needs to be. <laughs> no, they're getting WrestleMania next year. It's happening. Ugh. Book it. One way or another, this needs to be it. Um, and, uh, if it is ever going to be the time for Roman, this is also it. It doesn't have to be. I'm not saying it has to be, but. It really should be. Right. Because they, like, Brock could win, and then Braun comes out, or whatever, you know? Or Kevin Owens has the briefcase, and he pulls a Seth Rollins at 31 and interjects himself in the match. At an opportune time, and I don't know. So there, there are ways to get the belt off Brock and not have Roman win. I just feel like that's not where they're going. Uh, so I don't know. I, I, I just feel like Roman wins. Do you kind of hope they do a uh, Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins thing with Owens and Strowman? Hmm. Where he's constantly coming in to mess it up. Yeah. Yes, I do. Also, in a throwaway year, would you like to see R-Truth win the Money in the Bank? And then try to cash in on, like, the tag titles? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, then. Alright, yeah, Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns. I just, um... The most exciting thing about this match is how will Paul Heyman play in. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, I don't care. I'm going to watch it simply to find that out. Yeah. Um, yeah, anything else about SummerSlam you want to talk about? Not shown on the card, but somewhere over the course of the night, we are going to get some sort of Bobby Lashley and Elias thing I hope uh, not. it's going to happen <laughs> like whether that's I don't know some off-site segment or an impromptu concert or something Bobby Lashley's going to have a concert mm-hmm what does he play I don't know <laughs> bass guitar bass guitar yeah that's racist. Is it? I think so. I was just trying to name a random instrument. I didn't <laughs> think there was any. Uh, yeah, remember that there's that character on South Park, Token, oh, who randomly had a bass in his house. That's right. Because he was black. Okay, then. Which is why his name's Token. Mm-hmm. You get it. Mm-hmm. What about, like, a ukulele? I want to see him play a ukulele because he's so large and a ukulele is yeah. so tiny. Big man, little guitar, yeah. <laughs> it's like the opposite of Braun Strowman. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the biggest guitar ever. It's because it's a cello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the smallest guitar ever. Yeah, ukulele. Or violin, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, wouldn't it be funny if he was a concert violinist and we just didn't know about it? That'd be great. It'd be a great like clash between like the rock and classical. Mm-hmm. Add more depth to the feud. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, let's continue on. I'm sorry that I got way off track. <laughs> nah, it was intentional to get off track. Uh, that's really the only thing I'm seeing uh, kind of missing from this card is... Sasha and Bailey. Oh, right, them. No, they can have... Oh, I don't know. There's nothing else to do with them outside of actually wrestling, so... Yeah. I mean, if it's a two-hour kickoff show, then they may do two wow. members of the Riot Squad versus... Uh, or all of the Riot Squad versus uh, Sasha Bailey and, let's say, Ember Moon. Uh... If they really want to throw another thing on there. Speaking of things I don't want to see... <laughs> Um. Yeah, I don't want that to happen. Anyway, um. Okay, so yeah, nothing really else. They they've got so much on here already. I don't think we need fourteen matches. No. Um. Plus, well, I haven't heard anything about any band, so at least there's that. They're yeah. gonna try to have any live performances and like just really overdo it. Mm-hmm. Any merchandise since yesterday? Not that I've discovered. Mm. So, I got—I guess it's technically three different things that I came across this morning that were just added. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa is finally releasing a shirt. Mm-hmm. But before everybody goes and you know opens a credit card for it, um, it's not the one you're thinking. <laughs> Maybe I should have let you think that it was, and then you could go and look and then just be sad. Although, yeah. his new one isn't up in the store yet either, so... Mm. Um, it's just a... Go look at it. It's a flag with a black heart on it. The other new merchandise that I saw that was actually kind of cool was uh, the Golden Lovers each have a new shirt, and they it, when you stand next to each other, they go together. Oh, that's cool. You've got a star and an Omega symbol, and then, like, each respective like a drawing of each each uh, Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi. Hmm. I thought that one was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, wrestling news. This morning, or maybe it was last night. I don't know. Sometime, mm-hmm. uh, the Young Bucks announced that they will have a new entrance theme. Huh. So there's that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kushida just signed some kind of a contract with ROH. I didn't look at the details. What? Where has he been? I don't know. He hasn't been around in a while, and I thought he was with New Japan, and I guess he's with ROH now. Hmm. Um, I think it was just like a, a certain number of fights. I don't think it was any like real length of time. Hmm. Um. Oh, that's kind of a cool shirt translate team suplex is that splx Mm -hmm. 
they have a really cool like it's like a lucha libre libre um can't tell like what it says exactly but it looks like it's a bunch of words put together in different colors and then like the design for the front of the lucha libre mask mm-hmm. it's kind of cool um mm. anyway and the nwo hulk hogan has been cutting promos with scott hall and nash and teasing a uh uh what do you call it reunion yeah um yeah I have no doubt it's probably something for the network, but they were they even cut it in like the old sense and he was spray painting a belt. Nice. Um also Dave Meltzer's kind of a dick. Who who would have known? Who would have known? In his defense, I don't think he was like trying to body shame anybody. He was just saying you know. Yeah. But, you know, I don't particularly care for Melter, so you know, go after him all you want. That's perfectly fine. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> he he deserves it for something, whether or not mm-hmm. it's these comments. He deserves it for something. A little prick. Mm-hmm. Um. So to close out the show, I'm going to let you pick another car- pack of cards. Yesterday we did Attitude Era. We've got WCW and WWF. Let's go with the WWF. WWF classic let me go ahead and get a little snapshot of the package in here maybe all right and let's open her up we have a big boss man logo card Okay. Cobb County, Georgia. Yep. We have Big Boss Man. Okay. We have Hot Rod. Hey. We have, I'm pretty sure I got him last week. I keep, we have Hulkamania, brother. Hey. <laughs> Akeem, sorry, I skipped over that one pretty quick. <laughs> uh, Hulkamania, that's mm. getting added, although it, the card was not cut very evenly. Oh, man. But it's fine. Uh, Jimmy Hart. Unfortunately, it's horizontal. Mm. Um, Haku. Ah. Another big boss man. Huh. It's different one, though. Uh, Miss Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Brett the Hitman Hart. Nice. Sean Mooney. Hmm. Jim the Anvil Neidhart. Nice. Timely. It's hard to believe that he was lighter than Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Hulk Rules. Hmm. Ravishing Rick Rude. Nice. And the Sensational Sherry. Whole lot of dead people. Yeah. Now I'm depressed. Oh, wow. That wasn't a good way to close out the show. <laughs> Um, anything else you want to talk about before we jump off of here? No, I think between the two and a half hours we have in the, in the bank here, we we pretty much covered anything that needed covering this week. Like Monster in the Bank? Yeah. Who's your favorite wrestler this week? Or today. 
today. I guess. Who's your second favorite wrestler this week? Um, uh, I'll give the nod to uh, Jim the Anvil Nightheart, the the recently deceased. That seems lazy. I mean, I don't <laughs> know. Fine. I was I wasn't gonna do him, and then like uh, then he died, and then he had to. That's fine. Well, it was more that he pops up in your pack of cards just now. That's yeah. I was like, oh, that's kind of fortuitous. Is that is that serendipity? Mm-hmm. Um, fun fact: mm-hmm. Bret Hart under famous wrestling moves. Guess what it is? The heart attack. Pile driver. Huh. Right. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, not the direction I would have gone, but yeah, to each their own. Um, I'm actually going with, uh, the new Coliseum video collection star, mm. The Undertaker. Oh, cool. Uh, I, I really liked, maybe I should go with Paul Bearer because that was pr- probably one of the more entertaining. They did not pick the best matches for The Undertaker for this collection. Mm. Um, but the Paul Bearer introducing each of them was fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah, let's go with the Paul Bear. There you go. Uh, anything else before we jump off and I go into the real world? <laughs> no, I think we're good. All right. Hey, guys, thanks for tuning in this week. Head over to the website at browrestlingshow.wordpress.com or check us out on iTunes, rate, subscribe, review, whatever you want to do. Um, also on our website, we've got links to past episodes, uh, email, Twitter, all that stuff. So check it out. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.